Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Yabba dabba doo, it's at a fuck, I don't know. Well, guys, welcome back to the About Last Night podcast. I'm your host, Adam Ray. Uh, thanks for coming back. Subscribe right here. Subscribe on iTunes and uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. But the uh, YouTube page is where it's at because you get to watch the fun and, and catch up on all the clips and past episodes. Today's episode is a banger. We got uh, co-creator of The Chappelle Show. Um, his, uh, his third special is out. Uh, of course, he came at us with uh, Women and Black Dudes, uh, Three Mics, and now Blocks on Netflix. And it is fantastic. It's wonderful, it's poignant, it's heartfelt, it's hilarious, it's raw, and it's uh, thought-provoking, you know? The stage should be used for whatever you um, deem, you know, worthy of, of entertainment, which is what it is, right, at the end of the day. And uh, Neil covers every base and stacks every block. Blocks, the name of the special on Netflix. Go check it out. Neil is uh, a great a great guy and uh, hilarious and, uh, you know, a great conversation. So was uh, pumped he was wanting to sit down to chat. Uh, follow him on Instagram, at Neil Brennan, on Twitter as well. Of course, me at Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, adamraycomedy.com for all the tour dates. Young Rock, Fridays on NBC. Welcome to Chippendales on Hulu. Um, got some other surprises uh, coming up uh, to announce, and a lot of great episodes coming at you down the line. We got Big J Ogerson. We got Wayne Brady. Uh, we got uh, Adam Devine. We got uh, Rick Glassman coming back. Um, we've got Ali Makovsky. We've got, um, um, holy shit, Mike Young. Um, uh, Steve Rabel, the Seahawks broadcaster. Uh, I'm pumped for that one. KJ Wright, Seahawks legend. <clears throat> I just start crying. So get all that fun here at the About Last Night podcast. Click subscribe and uh, and uh, and enjoy it. I think that's it. You guys know what to do. Enjoy the episode. Yeah. I saw where you are. I don't know if it's where every episode is of Blocks. Uh, they, there's a. It's Alex Media who does. Yeah, I've been to that studio. It's nice. Yeah, it's the. You know, why not do it from your house? Because I don't. I edited Blocks at my house, and I was like, I don't like i don't like it for the person who's working on it yeah it's just like i'm like drinking coffee like mm, what do you it, it just feels like a fucking abuse of power right but uh you've sh- have you shot stuff at your house ever has your house been like not really could you no, Google- I, I moved 
Ooh. But you could Google Earth Neil Brennan's house. Uh, I don't know. My wife just Google Earth MGK's house because she said Logan Paul bought it. Who's oh, there's MGK? a lot. <laughs> Who's MGK? Machine Gun Kelly? There it is, yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, and she pulled up like an overhead shot of the house, and I was like, I forgot that that was a possibility for people just to double click and there you are. I don't think it would be hard to find my house. You yeah. know, I always think like, am, am I going to like... Am I going to die? If I hear a noise, I'm like, who? who oh, wow. Who would want to, like, what's your premise? Right. It would have to be super, super random. Do people just come knocking on Neil's door? Um, no. 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 I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, no. Never, who knocks no, on never happened. doors? I had a neighbor leave a script. People want help, Adam. <laughs> people want to show us up. They don't oh, want to no. hurt me. They want well. They want to waste my time, but they don't want to hurt me. I remember when before. Actually, I want to say I feel like I had decent rapport with you when I threw a hail mary and sent you an email and said, "Would you look at an SNL reel?" And you go, "This is funny. I don't think you're right for the show," and I appreciated that. But I felt like I had enough conversation. And then I remember yeah, that you, wasn't that long ago. Oh, that's like five or six season. years ago. It was this season. Okay, <laughs> it was an hour ago. Yeah, I'm hoping they'll pick. I mean, up no, they, they, anything can happen. <laughs> you get. You did say something really funny and poignant and i want to ask you uh, after i tell you the advice you gave me great if- i <laughs> i hear i mean i hear stories about myself only this fucking guy's a- yeah you're at that point now where you've probably said enough stuff that you uh, don't remember to people you don't remember meeting yeah. right yeah Even- i mean absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah but i feel like you're fine i feel like if you were going to be canceled you would have been canceled yeah, I mean, I... You also don't strike me as someone that's going for that type of... Look, I'll whip it out. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, I, the queen right. dies. I, I'm I would, not looking at you Neil would Brennan. Think, yeah, you would think that I'm by now. Maybe, I, but I, you know, maybe if I get cast in a series. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you never know. Yeah. You, I mean, that's... What's great about the, this business. That's what's great about this business combined with me, too, is... Uh, me too is almost entire. Well, it's sometimes in the eye of the beholder. So mm. they anyone can, literally, and that's how you get me too. Yes, and you just go okay. I don't. I can't. You can't really argue against it. Right. It just is a bad look if you get accused. So you told me accused. Great new show on Fox starring Whitney Cummings. Literally. Yeah. It's her, Michael Chiklis, Rachel Bilson, Malcolm Jamal Warner. Oh, it looked like Whitney. Is it Whitney? <laughs> yeah. Because I saw a picture, I was like, that looks like Whitney. But, uh. You don't pay attention to, like, billboards and media, do you? Uh, TV. What are you watching TV-wise right now? Oh. Um, I just watched season one of uh, White Lotus. So I'm really up to date. <laughs> Bro, I still haven't seen Game of Thrones. I'm never going to see it. Never going to see it. I mean, I don't watch most stuff. I don't, I'm trying to get out a show. I mean, I'm, like, easing my way out. I'm, like, saying goodbye. It's a party, and I'm, like, going, like, I put my... S- my glass in the sink yeah and i'm going like hey you've been in the foyer for 40 i'm gonna minutes. hit it yeah, yeah i'm gonna hit it and uh now do you I do like the half st- when, i like doing stand up if you're what yeah that'll never stop mm-hmm. it's so funny to me too you just talked about this i think on uh your podcast blocks which we'll talk about which i fucking love and told you that uh in great detail at the store the other night the um we'll never have a shortage of uh fuck what i just lost my train of thought t-shirts Hats, 
<laughs> what are merch. We? That's what it would no. Right. No, what were we just talking about? TV? Yeah. Right after that. Accused. Oh, doing a TV show? Yeah. I don't know. Malcolm Jamal Warner. Fuck. <sighs> Let's play it back. No, we don't have that. Um, the uh, we'll, we'll never have a shortage, I think, of people, first of all, that um, want to try to get out of the business, like you say, but then have things that I they just... I think there's a shortage of people who want to get out of the business. You think? I think everybody wants... People are totally relying on it for their self-esteem. But what if I'm like LeBron James? I'm like, dude, direct my next 40 Nike commercials. I don't consider that show business. Really? I don't... Yeah, doing commercials, I'm like... I'll do that. Like that's not showbiz, right? That's like something else. It's like a third, almost like a it's hobby. A third. It's a third category. I don't even consider it. I had commercials on the Super Bowl. Yeah, is that whatever to you, or is it like? Do you watch? Seems it? Seems like it. Yeah, <laughs> sure feels like yeah. it, doesn't it? It did. Yeah, you didn't. See I just pumps. don't. I when people are like, I, I was like, I do. I have a Netflix special. I don't like. I, yeah, I'll watch that. Don't yeah, tell like, me I that you saw the that stuff. Yeah, I didn't write it. I just it doesn't. It it's not in my. Uh, I like will execute it and punch it up and do, but it's not burning a hole in my pocket. Right. The advice you gave me, I remembered, was um, I think I said in jest after I emailed you and I was basically just saying, hey, thanks for like responding and not making me feel like. An idiot, which is fine if that happens as a young comic, right? You're, but again, I think it was maybe eight years in, and we'd had enough rapport that I felt comfy yep. getting to a place to where I feel like you. You felt comfy saying comfy. Go ahead. <laughs> What's your word of choice if you're trying Comfortable. to. Comfortable. Be a man. We'll be right back. Comfy. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I drive all the way over here for comfy. This guy hits me with a comfy. Very Go funny, ahead. Neil. Very funny. Thanks. Thank I you. love that I'm you're right. always in the bit tonight, boat. Uh, tonight at the comedy store. Great. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much. Have you always been in the bit boat? Do you consider yourself consider yourself someone that's always been like down to just do bits? If I'm doing a podcast, if I'm doing, uh, that's not, not true. I've had if, hallway bits with you. I've had uh, post Chappelle Radio City party bits with you. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. that's the point. Oh, but the whole time, like prior, like do you think that? Am I am I annoying to be to to drive? somewhere with probably no i don't do i won't do i don't uh if i'm if if it feels like it's it's in the flow i'll yeah. do it but i'm not like i'm not clucking my wings sure trying to get well, nobody said you did characters but yeah well you'd be surprised <laughs> but go ahead but i'm saying like on the Chappelle show set right uh -huh. i'm assuming there was a light vibe when you guys weren't, you know, exhausted because I know the hours were crazy and you guys were just working all the time. Uh, bits. As you're trying to even like, I don't know, in between shots, like you're goofing around, like things that maybe would make it to the show or you and Dave after hanging or you and anyone on the show just, uh, or are you so locked into go mode? that I don't know. I mean, I don't, we're funny. So it's like, you just are funny. You can hear, you can hear a joke in your head at a party and go, I can say that or not say that. Or do you have something in you that's like, I see the opportunity. Oh, I, I, it comes on the teleprompter, and I decide. That'd be I great. decide whether I do it or not. <laughs> what do you have? Um, I feel like I have a pretty good uh, relationship now with reading the room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely am always usually going for it, even if it's uncomfortable, because there's something inside me that's <clears throat> not wanting to see the uncomfortable moment, but to see the person's... Like with my mom, like there's certain jokes that I'll make, and she just... Now I think we'll laugh them off more often than not, but I know sometimes she's not going to like them. 
but I want to see her go like, I can't believe you, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I want to either be funny or quiet. Great. Thanks or for coming smart. by. That's Neil Brennan or on Twitter. No, we're or done. That's like Neil Brennan additive. on Twitter. Uh, yeah. I don't um, want to get my mom to disapprove of me. <laughs> I don't know. It's never been my kink, <laughs> Adam. But that's your kink, so we'll edit this out. You know what I mean? We'll keep it in. Um, Double you, it up. You split screen. You t- <laughs> you told me. I said, "Hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm glad I felt comfortable to shoot my shot." I go, "You got to shoot your shot, right?" And you go, or I said, "You don't ask, you don't get." And you go, "Sometimes you shouldn't ask." Do you remember saying that? Uh, it's a very Neil I Brennan. Mean, not exactly, but like yeah. I've said it, I stand by it. Yes, yeah. You go. Sometimes you should you shouldn't yeah, ask. Like, did my neighbor <laughs> who moved in to a, a place I lived in Venice, he left me a script and with the note like, "I think you'll get a kick out of this." You do, you do. You think I'll get a <laughs> kick out of a script that you wrote? Based on what? By the way, no one makes a makes a billion dollars from getting a kick out of reading something. Wait, based on what? Does he know your sensibilities? Exactly my point. What? What's my favorite script I've ever read, sir? Based just based on what you know. <laughs> uh, so that he shouldn't have asked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People, there's. I could think of more examples of people that shouldn't ask. Like you don't, because it's just. Now, having said that, I did have a policy. If you asked if I you could be on Chappelle show or work on Chappelle show, I said yes because I thought it was so inappropriate. So there was a bouncer named Disco, who uh, he in the in the sketch in the in the uh, making the band sketch where Dave plays Puff, Puffy, yeah, uh, so where good. he keeps passing out and the guy. That's a bouncer named Disco who just at a club one night was like, "Hey, can I be on Chappelle show?" And I was like. Yep. yep. That's you can. Awesome. And there was another guy who, there's a guy now who works for Will Smith who asked me if he could be an intern. And I was like, yep. Wow. Three people asked and I, I just thought it was stupid. It was like in the service of the show. Good for you. It was in the spirit of the show. It was not appropriate. You know, how you are with your mother. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Neil in about 20 to 30 years being a real... You're going to have some Fraser Smith in you. Who do you think told him to do that? <laughs> if you ask him. Ask him who told Fraser. Oh, buddy, to... Neil Brennan, buddy. Oh, right I there. I told him. I was like, Fraser, you got to I can't tell this. if you're joking or not. I'm dead serious. I was like, you got to hook this. Because I've seen you act, and I was that was very convincing. So I, I'm still... Ve- no, I'm t- ask him. At any time. I told for I mean again it's not like I don't think I've ever called Frazier on the phone but I've worked with more right prominent now. comedians but I'm <laughs> saying I had I did tell Frazier to snap sure. after his one liner sure it'd be great if you were the guy that was like I told Chris Rock to pace Eddie Murphy told Chris I Rock told to pace. Dave to smoke for real yeah uh, he told uh, since you brought it up um, <laughs> question four the on this. Uh, Eddie told Chris that if you don't move on stage people can just stop looking at you and know where you're gonna be. So, so it's like, I think it's just some like animal shit. Like if, like if you, I don't, if I know you're not moving, why buy it's then I'll just make it radio and just like, I don't, I'll, and this is before phone. So, wow. so yeah, anyway, pretty smart guy. 
Very smart. Yeah. Hey, you've you've uh, you told me a story once. You went to his house and bowled. I did. And that's probably on a list of like the top ninety things you've done, right? But probably not in terms not- of socially, <laughs> in terms of places I've gone. Probably top ninety. Place <laughs> definitely top top ninety places I bowled. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, when you uh, when you did your special blocks. Yes. Now streaming on Netflix. So, uh, first of all, I love three mics right before that, which was also f- fantastic. Well, I um, I'm starting to really dig uh, specials that aren't. First of all, um, you know, n- no handheld mic, no wireless mic, mm-hmm. um, just a little different, I guess, and uh, and that in and of itself, I feel like probably even for an audience. Have you ever performed the <clears throat> live with a wireless without? It's actually for a way play, better. Maybe it's just better. Rob Williams did it. Yeah, you can move your hands more. Did like you? I don't. I mean, I'm used to doing going back to handheld. You're a pretty handsy guy too, which I didn't realize. Just ask his high school nurse. Sorry, I don't. Your I mom just... is not. <laughs> something about your mom. I don't want to go through all the effort of finishing that joke. So just your mom. Um, which, by the way, was a very prominent slam in the early '90s. Sure. Your mom. Yep. Don't tell me you weren't around for that. The your mom co-created it. <laughs> it's the sip after that really does it for you. Uh, yeah. The uh, so so it's fun to perform with a love. Was that the first thing that was like when you're creating this next chapter of? Um, no, because I don't. I'll, I might. I'm about to go on the on the tour now, and I don't. I think I'm just going to use handheld. But right. uh, a lot of places don't have lobs. Right. I don't know. I liked it though. I, yeah, I liked it. Was there a shift uh, in you as a person that created, you know, the three mics vibe and now into blocks as far as just, I, I don't want to even call it, it's not performance art because it's sta- very much stand-up. But you know what I'm saying? It's like I people that don't. It was don't, doing an hour and a half for Comedy Central that no one cared about. So I was like, okay. I hear, heard <laughs> won't happen again. <laughs> Let me, like, if I'm gonna. Wow. I'm not. Why come in fortieth place, doing one thing when you can come in the first in another thing because no one else does it. I mean, now more people do it, um, but but I, if you can create your own thing, you can actually finish first instead of like I I can think of ten comics I like more than me. Who? I'm not. You think I'm gonna? No. You think I was would a, ever divulge that? Being facetious. On a podcast of all places? <laughs> you do do characters. Um, so, so, uh, so yeah, so I'd rather, I and like, I, it was just like, all right, well, I, it was, a lot of it was just um, survival, so to speak. You strike me as someone, too, that's always tried to challenge themselves creatively. Like, you, I don't think you've ever been a um, settler or, like, someone that's gotten, you're always writing, but you're always doing uh, a variety of things, which I feel like, yeah, comes from opportunity, right, from everything you've done. But also, I mean, maybe a little bit of boredom. Or, but you also see uh, seem to me as someone that's like seeking out, like, yeah, I'm gonna do that commercial because that's uh, you know work, w- whatever. But also like something that's. I went to film school, so like, right. I went to NYU before I started working in comedy, so I went for a year, but uh, and started working the door in my first year of college whatever yeah, yeah. but uh it i'm a snob so i want to make good shit that 
um, other snobs like. <laughs> kind of. I mean, that's the bottom line. It's like I I'm a snob in that in that like I want to be like artistically cool, and I want to kill. So that's trying to get trying to satisfy both. Most people want that, right? I think most people don't care about snobbery. <laughs> I don't. I think most people are like, meh. I don't think taste is like people's number one priority. Right. I don't think people even think about it. Yeah. I think they just go like, I don't know. That's what I say. I like that guy. I like. I want to be like. Uh... People don't think about like. I don't think looking at most comics like I don't think most people care about structure or uh, point or point of view or originality or I think they just want to kill. Yeah. So I want to kill. And the other thing is like it's there are people that can kill harder than me. So I'm like, well, let me add another thing to it so it can be like a, a, a richer meal. Right. You know? Uh, well, you definitely achieved that with blocks. I, and I told you this too that's now segued into the podcast. I the, the podcast. I have a podcast called Blocks. Yes, a spinoff, if you will, from the special. Yes. Um, you've done so many pods over the years, late night appearances. It was a natural fit at some point. But I, I told you this at the store. It's I feel like very rare in uh, this business, um, especially in stand up, to have conversations with um, of. Uh, Numerous people that really like get past the surface, right? Even in the parking lots at comedy clubs, I feel like if I've been a part of or heard, you know, things get to a certain level, but there's just too much going on. Yeah. Any good conversation that's going to be, uh, I don't know, a value in substance where you get to really know someone, I feel like, has to yeah. be away from the chaos of, I don't know, this city or business, like on the yeah. road, wherever. Um, but man. Although it is funny having like a really meaningful conversation yeah. in a in the middle of chaos right and then you hear don bears like asking a woman to who knows what yeah no like yeah yeah i hear what you're saying it's the there's a fight there's a scene in that movie uh what's the cops the movie where will ferrell and uh oh uh, um like the other guys guys, where there's an argument at a funeral and they're like what the fuck are you doing yeah it's just a really funny the contrast funny idea yeah yeah is that the type, real quick, is that the type of shit that makes you really laugh? Is there something, do you? Well, yeah, that's a guy, my point. It's like McKay and Farrell wrote it, and it's like, you can, he, I can almost feel McKay or Will thinking of, of it. Yeah. And then going like, oh, and then coming into the wor- work and being like, I thought of something last night. Uh, it's like an ar- an argument out of, and it's like, yep, there you go. As like, I did a sketch show, I'm like, yep, there's a sketch. You're tracing the whole lineage lineage of the joke like that. And you watch uh, yeah. stuff. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yes. a cool way to watch stuff. I don't, don't. Hell yeah, that's like a curtain. Uh, but don't back. most people watch a little bit? No don't you way. watch it like that? I mean, yes and no, but not as much. I mean, I haven't been behind the camera like you have, you know? Right, yeah. So you're really thinking, and just on as much of the collaborative yeah. fullness to know that they were d- doing that and it got, you know? Most like, yeah, like thinking of it and then, yeah, like that's what I, yeah. Uh, you talk about uh, in uh, in your special blocks, and then now the podcast, which again is what I'm building towards in this compliments uh, slash um, just uh, you know rarity of really um, wanting to get people to open up the way that fuck man, I feel like I'm trying to think, and I want to tell you this uh, at the store the other night, but like maybe 
Oprah or Stern back in the I'm trying to think of a show where they really got people of note. What's great to get so to, far yeah. is it it's not hard for me. Meaning I have to book people with uh, nightmares, you right. know. But I know you've been reaching out to me, and I was like, "Dude, do mine first. Well, yeah. Uh, the the uh, <laughs> um. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, I'll book I'll book a series Jesus this year. Christ, you just fucking wish COVID on me. <laughs> uh, You're, it's really easy for you to to be, but I know they. Uh, Letterman being the first guest is very helpful. Bert. People want to tell you that I, people like it. People get something out of it. Well, I think it's half that, but half you do have a, and they I've done it. Like I already went, on in the specials. I already said like what my problems were. I already yeah. said I'm a star fucker. I already said all the slams. I already like fucking Eminem myself. <laughs> so, what are your problems? And I think people are, uh, they're like game. For it. Like Bobby Lee was a good example where people were like, I've never heard Bobby talk like that. I was like, oh, I only know that. Yeah, me too. I only know Santino that way. Yeah. I only know people in a way that's like overly emo. Because I don't drink or anything. So we have to have, I need to pry. Uh, yeah, what? I guess or Letterman shit. Like Letterman had, the thing where Letterman said he used to stay at, in the office until the sun went down. Yeah. He had said that to me like a year ago. And I was like, What? He just said it on a, like a phone call or something. Like we were, were and uh, and it's like fascinating. And then Tom Dreesen, who's been friends with Letterman for forty five years, was like it's the only good interview he's ever done. Wow, yeah, which is great. Wow, that's yeah. high praise. Yeah, you can believe that too. Yeah, are you just genuinely curious about people, or in discovering your own, um, you know, being I'm open with your own? I'm ge- I am genuinely curious about people. I've had people get mad at me for being like. Oh, prying, uh, but I also have a reputation. Like, not even I just can't. I just want to know. Like, I want to remember that guy Jim McGreevy, who was the yes. senator, yes, uh, or he was the senator. He was the governor of New Jersey, and was outed. Right? right. Six months later, I'm on a plane. He's like ousted. He was gay, and he had to step down. Uh, he said, "I'm a gay American," which is like. I don't know, something about that's a funny phrase. Um, and uh, sitting, I'm on a plane, I'm reading, and he's like, and he, and basically it's Jim McGreevy, I'm flying to Vancouver or something. He's like, what are you reading? He starts a conversation. And I go, uh, I go, what have you been up to? And he's like, what do you mean? I go, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, I, this is 15, 18 years ago. Like, I just want to know yeah. what the, my brother Tommy's kind of the same way. Like, I just, he's pushy. But now, pushy, okay. But also, but I'm not. I don't think I'm pushing. It's like I, you know, what I want to talk you're about. You're direct. And I don't want to be. Yeah, I'm direct, and uh, and not trepidatious. To do you have any sort of like when you're about to ask somebody a big question that you're like this might make them uncomfortable, or are you so confident that you're like, all right, if they don't like it, I'll segue uh, no, out. Of it. Uh, like I just know the parameters of what people are willing to talk. It's got to be something around the stuff I've talked about. That's I think that's my rule, having never thought about it. Like. I didn't ask Letterman about the work sexual harassment. Yeah. Like, I just, because it just. Well, you're not like, that show. Eh. Yeah, I'm not trying to, like, I don't know. I wanted to, <clears throat> my, I'm curious what it's like to be other people, Gen- genuinely. Wow, like, I'm genuinely curious, it. what is it like to be you? Like, when you wake up, 
What do you think? What's it like? Wow. What is it like? Like, genuinely, are you tired? I've never gotten a good night's sleep in my fucking life. Like, people go, good morning, all that. And, like, I'm... I start the day popping up, just, like, being pumped for the day. Even today, I had to get up early to shoot, and I was so pumped for the shoot, but so angry when I got up. Why were you angry? Because I just, I did, I stayed up too late. Oh, Um, got it. And uh, Are you pumped normally? Oh, yeah, because I... Yes, I I've think never so. been pumped ever. I mean, not at, in first thing in the morning, like no, not first thing in the morning. I right now, never. like pumped to come over for this. Brian Simpson told me at the store once, a uh, great comedian. He was like, I came in, and we, we both put it into the store at the same time and gave him a big hug. And he was like, Man, you're just always in such a good mood. He's like, Are you ever depressed or bummed? I was like, Yeah, yeah, but you're you're in a you have a good disposition. But I th- I also thank you. I also genuinely do love being and i'm so very much cognizant of like when i was at the store and not comfortable uh-huh. and oh man oh, that was close God. i could see you halfway out of the chair i i just put my brass knuckles on I, I remember vividly scraping for spots and just not being comfortable in my own skin to even see you at the store and be like what up neil and either stop in a chat or you walk by and go and to not go, oh fuck, you know what I'm saying? Right. So that takes a beat, and so I love that I'm in a place. Meanwhile, where... it's the store, so I wasn't comfortable either. Just so you right. know, right. It's like I couldn't, I didn't, I wasn't allowed to park in the lot for years. Why? The car was too nice. Uh, no, it was. I wasn't passed. What I wasn't you... passed. I went there in like '08. Oh, I didn't wow. get passed till 2012, probably. Wow. 11, 12, yeah. Did it mean something? Um. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would get like some sauce, but yeah, it was. I don't know if those types of accolades or. No, yeah. I mean, it's it's a good place to, it's a good, it's membership at a club. It's like they open, there's a gym near your house. It's great. Yeah. So yeah, it meant something. Um, <coughs> well, the. Um... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I don't know how, uh, if that, first of all, in your special blocks, how, because I'm constantly trying to, um, you know, I guess dig deeper on certain things, get more open with things that have, you know, been, like you even asking how do I feel when I start the day, I just saw like 19 different answers, and it's like, wow, that is such a funny thing that you can ask such a basic question, and and I got excited to actually tell you about, because it was also going to allow me to figure it out and say it out loud, which I don't think we do. Right, which is probably why these guests. No, when that's the good thing I like about the thing I like about books is it. Books are the only uh, mechanism for being in somebody else's consciousness. Right, it's the only one you yeah. can. If there's voiceover in a movie, it's usually like, uh, "I knew I had to get to the t- across town." It's just actioning. But like, what is it like to feel so or like? upset you know what i mean yeah but you don't go it doesn't you can't uh, they, they won't tell you why or how or like what it feels like or the associations or whatever so right. like 
that's the good that's the good thing about books. I mean, thankfully no one reads. But <laughs> but we have podcasts for that. Yeah. Uh do do you do audiobooks? I do audio and uh and the and the, the paper. I was just kidding. you were looking for the word to describe books. Audio and non-audio. Paper, <laughs> audio analog. Yeah. I do the the eyeball one. That's reading. Yeah. I do I do uh I I do audio, I do uh Kindle, I do all three three different. Yeah, the trifecta. Pretty amazing what I'm doing over here. <laughs> Pretty incredible. You've had uh, amazing guests on Sebastian Maniscalco, Burt Kreischer, Nikki Glaser, like you said, Dave Letterman, Ronnie Chang just dropped, Bobby Lee Santino, Taylor Tomlinson episode was really uh, uh, special. Is there somebody that now that you're getting into it and and having to you know put on your Booker's hat that you're like, and, um, and not somebody that you maybe know, somebody that you have in your circle that you have a connection enough that you're like. You know, because that's also what's great about podcasting is that, like, you can walk away from this and go, oh, man, I feel more yeah. connected. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a great way to talk. It's a conversation that you won't have otherwise. Yeah. So, I don't really know. I mean. That you would reach out. Like, if you would cold call someone that you're like, I'm a fan of, you know, Peter Sarsgaard or fucking, you know, Shia LaBeouf. Or- Skarsgaard. <laughs> no. I mean, I look. No, what? You know, I need downloads. I got you. <laughs> oh. Skarsgård. Guy's not even on the post. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who would I want? Who do I? I can't think. So, That's I, fine. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's also more about the uh, people. I just want people to be like people that aren't normally revealing. Gotcha. I like them to be revealing. Gotcha. Um. Have you always been this? Uh, I haven't even heard a comedian really. I guess maybe, you know, it's all—it's almost like with SNL. You're a fan of the, um, you know, the the class of people that you were in high school when mm-hmm. you watched. I feel like with stand up, you know, I feel more um, just aware because I'm in the thick of it. But in watching blocks, I'm like, I don't feel like I've seen anybody for this long get this open, right? And still be very joke conscious, like you. You have such great one-liners, and you even texted me a few tags the other night, but even your shit with the bidet about your buddy wanting to do it because he says it's some gay shit or whatever, and then you're like, if a bidet is the last thing keeping you, or the only thing keeping you from being gay, you're gay. Yeah. So funny. And then, but it was like in the, um, in a chunk of, of, which a lot of the special is, like stuff that's just really um, raw. And, And more honest than I feel like I've, seen anyone really um allow themselves to go to because they're just very much like my special is gonna be just giggles the whole way yeah uh yeah i don't i don't it like i said it's more about a second thing it's like more more uh it's like funny and excuse me yeah i don't know it's a lot of noises (laughs) (laughs) do you have a you can remove all this i think so you there's a button i hope this is just a run through like We'll do this again next week. Guy and man and do you have a man in forties button? <laughs> uh, the yeah. So I don't mind. I, I there's guy like I said. There's guys that kill harder. So it's like if I can kill pretty hard yeah. and add a level of like theatri- the, theatricality or, um, or like emotion or insight or you know. 
It's I, I, I can't. I have the ability. So it would be a waste. I'd be using like less of my talent or less of my brain uh, on stage. Let me ask you this. I know you did a run of shows in New York and then obviously probably ran a bunch of it at clubs uh, unbeknownst to the I had audience. written it all as bits. I mean, they were all just bits. And so how do you elaborate on Because I had them all as, I had like the bits and uh, and I was, I looked at it all and I was like, what am I getting? What am I saying? Like, what am I trying to communicate? And I was trying to communicate, um, like, I just feel defensive about my lifestyle. That's what all of the things had in common. It's right. like, hey, yeah, get out of here. Yeah. So I don't, so I don't like dogs. <laughs> so what? You know, or like, so I'm single and not, man, I'm in my 40s. Uh, so what's you, so bad about that? You felt like you yeah, always Yeah, I got had a day. Yeah. What's it to you? <laughs> Um, how many? I would love to be a fly on the wall for whoever was coming at you for that accusation. I mean, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, a lot of them. Some of them are like not real problems, of like having a bidet or not being a bad liberal or whatever. It's like those aren't like existential. But you reached or, a point where you felt like you were being defensive a lot, and it was bugging you, or what? You just no, like, it wasn't bugging me. It was just like that's what you can. It's like someone said, your life doesn't make sense in. Uh, as it's happening, but it lo- it makes sense when you see it, like in retrospect, you can see the sort of narrative flow. So, wow. looking at um, your looking at my act, I'm like, what am I what am I saying? I'm about to do it again because I have an hour, and I'm like, already, yeah, but don't feel <laughs> bad because I, um, I had written all that those jokes before COVID, so it was like I was ready to go before COVID, so. Then I start like I basically had a year down. I did like that you said about COVID, um, which again I just feel like I haven't heard somebody just say it in a way that it, it maybe that it stuck with me right where you said, um, <laughs> you know, if you were uh, uh, proactive and you you know won COVID whatever you you were um, successful during it and you said Bo Burnham and, and somebody else Amazon yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you said, but you just said it was very honest. And I remember you telling me at one point, too, that you needed to, like, you were like watching a special that you were editing. I think it was your Comedy Central one. And you were like, I realize how much I don't smile on stage. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny because I felt like I'd seen you smile quite a bit around just hanging at the club. So yeah. I was like, oh, weird that I didn't really ever pick up on that. And then you the were like, audience, I did. <laughs> Keep going. But you they said you had to be like conscious about it for. I had maybe... to shock my fucking wrist. No way. That's in the special. I talk about shock. It's in blocks. I talk about well, wearing yeah. a bracelet to shock myself to smile more. Isn't that fucking crazy. Has that translated to now? Like, do you feel like you wearing have... it as we speak? Wow. It's to shit on your you and your mom. <laughs> um. Uh. Uh. So, I, it's a thing I have to because I grew up like thinking letterman and that you could be like letterman you could be like charles groden you could be like visibly irritated as a comedy mo it's like how i would get laughs like you know what i mean like when you're a kid and you get laughs whatever i would get like being like aggrieved right agitated but you have to be a cartoon version of it right to get laughs on stage with right so i just seem irritated 
<laughs> on stage. So I have, I never figured out a way to be like, I mean, Rodney going like, hey, <laughs> like Rodney's a cartoon. Right. I've never become a cartoon. So yeah. I have to just go the other way and like smile more. You said people in COVID, if you <laughs> did stuff, cool. And then you go, if you didn't do anything, also cool. And that really stuck to me. And I was like, because I know a lot of people, myself included, that tried to really at a certain point go, all right, I need to. I need to, you know, make use of this and not just take a step back. But there was a little push and pull because I was like, I feel like I really need that, um, the step back. And I still feel like I constantly struggle to with that. To work harder or work less harder? Work less harder. Um, My mom always, like, you know, if I'll have, you know, um, shoot a whole day and then have shooting the next day early, still go do my spots. Because and I, as I tell her, I didn't work this hard to not do those. Even though I would hope that the club it would understand if given enough notice. But I go, Mom, it's also my reward. I want to do it. And it carries me over into the next day. I ride that high. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. if I do, it just, I just fit, ride that high from the night before and it, into the day. And it just, it makes me feel like I'm full on all Well, fronts. yeah, if you, but my. But also, I don't want to die at 45. Right. That's what I, it's a thing so, I said on some interview where I was like, <laughs> I want to land somewhere between like purpose and a heart attack <laughs> i want enough purpose that i have purpose but i don't want to have a fucking heart attack no man like there's no po- i don't i can't remember if i do too much in a day i can't really remember it like i don't i i'll, I'll go oh yeah was that today and i don't enjoy it you know what i mean like that's not uh that's not good. I don't. That's not really the way I like. Not like memory is the only barometer for whether you're doing your life right. But uh, I need to. I need. To, I need. I like. I, I don't mind. I don't like doing too much shit. Yeah. But but to your point, like I understand what you're talking about. Um, I always wanted to do a bit about how you should be like, you know, when you work, you shoot twelve hours. It was during when I've done TV shows where it's like you shoot 12 hours and it ends up being 14 with driving and all that shit. Yeah. And then you get home and you want to fuck around. And you should be able to, but you got to go to sleep because you got to get up at 6 a.m. Yeah. But you're like, no, I want to fucking watch TV. But, it, but what do you mean I have to go to Like, I, I, there's still only 24 hours a day and you got to like, so I'm with you in terms of, how much work do I want to do? And also, what does it mean? Do you feel like you've gotten better at um, just in life? Because um, you, I think it was with Bobby, you guys were both kind of being in a place and commenting on how maybe it's age, experience being seasoned, but you're able to like celebrate the wins more, which I feel like everyone to a certain degree struggles with. Bobby, I've known for a long time, and I feel like definitely has, it's the first time I've ever seen him like, take a compliment in a, you know, more, uh, in so many words, um, does that take work or is it just like, you just get tired of, of being so hard on yourself? We just, if it's all just like, go, 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 it's useless. It's like, for what? Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I can work. I could book myself, but after a certain point you, you know, I got to think that sex workers only have a couple a day 
You know what I mean? Uh, otherwise, you're just yeah. you're just being you're just like for what? I don't I don't question whether like I'm talented. Very, very, you know what I mean? Like I do a little sometimes and get insecure and all that stuff. But I don't think booking myself to booking myself on meaningless shit is just not worthwhile. Do you think there's things about being a human, like just being insecure? Do you think that's something that never goes away? Do you think Obama? Do you see the Letterman interview? Oh yeah. I mean. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. seem like his hold didn't seem. He yeah. doesn't seem like he doesn't seem resolved. So crazy, by the way. Yeah, I mean, but refreshing. Yeah, it's like it doesn't. No, I don't think anybody. I don't think I'm gonna die. Me like, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the. That's just the preset. Mm. It's like the factory setting is to be, but you can. I think you can adjust it a little bit. How much of all these um, at the end of blocks no, no spoiler here but you talk very candidly about the things you've done to try to really uh help you with your depression and yeah. anxiety and you're another person that i feel like i've spoken about that stuff a, 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 not as openly as you have and heard pieces but not again maybe just had a, a connection to the person that was talking about it so when you were talking about it uh in blocks and in three mics it re it just resonated with me more than it has i think in a long time with anyone that i've seen talk about it um, and so, uh, when you talk about getting these certain methods to try to help and talk about how some of it hurts you and then about how the, if you're going to, you know, wish for a magic bullet, you're going to get hit. Yeah. Um, I guess just speak you're to get shot. It's a better metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm searching for a magic bullet. You're going to get shot. You're Isn't not going to get hit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It does suck when people try to. Comp, like I, I, I almost want to stop myself from even trying to trying to quote the bit. Write down the bit you want me to do, and I'll do it. Okay. Somebody don't literally... get your garbage all over my beautiful <laughs> canvas. Don't get your grubby paws. Yeah. I was a kid with a sponge walking Leave it into in the da Vinci's mud room. room. <laughs> Somebody literally came up to me at a show once, hammered and goes, "Dude, that Jew stuff was so funny because all my friends are Jews." I maybe did one joke about right. being Jewish. Anyway, it was twenty minutes, but whatever. It was one, it was still one joke. It felt like one. Yeah, it's a long story. Um, but uh, you know, with the DMT, uh, the shock stuff, where do you have to get to? I guess uh, for that to feel like maybe the only uh, option, or did you just get to a place too where you're like, I really want to help myself. And so I'm going to go to yeah, China. I just I'm gonna... would, like, I would go to therapy. I always felt like this is in my body. I can talk about this endlessly. It's in me. Mm. It's fucking in me. So I, and then I had a therapist one time and it was, I wrote it into a draft of the show and cut it where a therapist was like, uh, you know, maybe if you just got married and had kids, you'd be, and I was just like, ugh. Like, it was just like, that was what? It was a woman. And I was like, is that? And she was like, she actually apologized. Like, oh, I'm, uh, look, I'm sorry. Like, I, I that where I got married late in life and it worked for me and it really improved my life. And, da, da, da. and I was just like, I, that doesn't seem medical. Yeah. Also, um, I didn't know we were talking about you. Yeah. It's like, you should maybe get a, if you got a Ford Bronco, that would help. <laughs> like, what, what are you, what are you recommending? Open a juice bar. Yeah. Real. Like, yeah. So, um, so I stopped going to her and 
and then just what was looking at more yeah more like other ways to do it and it really is sometimes it's reddit sometimes it's like um just looking shit up on google i mean it was like somatic therapy and shit that's in your body and there's a thing called traumatic release where you like fucking you know when you worked out and you're kind of shaking a little bit yeah there's a way to do it where you um it's called tre traumatic release exercises where you uh make it so that it won't and it won't stop it's you do it with your legs uh i did that for a while and then uh ever just like cut out carbs like was there something as never. simple as i love pizza and it's hilarious <laughs> um uh for my cold dead hands bitch <laughs> um the new t-shirt uh, the yeah so just trying different shit and then Somebody sent me an article about about ayahuasca, and then I did that, and then I did that was very helpful, and then that led to DMT, which was horrible, but also transformational. Wow, I don't know if I'd do it based on that recommendation. I I cannot recommend it. Fuck, but oh, you I can't recommend highly it. recommend ayahuasca. DMT, I cannot. Uh, five, I did Bufo five meo DMT. I cannot recommend it based on my experience. But I, the outcome after six months was fantastic. But cut. We're gonna use that months, take for the infomercial, right? The six months, the intervening six months that I showed in the special words, fucking yes, like strobian crazy. Yes, uh, I barely made it. Oh my god! Barely. Would I? I've talked about it on other podcasts. I talked about it on the Honeydew with the Sickler. Sickler. Um, uh, I was so disoriented. This is in November of twenty twenty one. So disoriented. I w- thought I was gonna have to kill myself. Not from suicide. Not like from disorientation. It wasn't like depression. I'm so disoriented, I think I'm going to have to kill myself. But I didn't because I knew if I did, I'd just be going to more of what I was experiencing. It, Dude, I was... Holy shit. I was a long way out. So, but I've come back and I'm better than I've ever been. So, like... Wow. Yeah, so you you wouldn't change a thing. Well, yeah, okay. I just see <laughs> Yeah, Adam, were you just not listening? I said I, I would have killed myself out of necessity. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah, man. wild. So the mind is a, I mean, this is such a just, you know, simpleton thing to say, but like just so mind-boggling. I don't. It's what we're capable of conjuring up, good and bad. Um, it was so far past anything. No control. I, uh, I thought I was. Uh, I thought I was in God's imagination. That's some good weed. I mean, that's again. Up. There's like the weed jokes and like, yeah, man. I was gonna kill him. It's not yeah. like, yeah. and I don't say like, this is not funny. No, no laugh no, it up. No, I just hey, mean man. like, it was fucking. Yeah, dude, it was like. Well, because you're casually talking about something that was horrific. So how do you? But right. So what that? I'm saying is, there is the like the Alan Watts like poster version of like. Wherever you go, there you like whatever, like the stoner version. 
this was the psychosis version mm. of or near psychosis, <laughs> but better than ever. It's interesting to me that you don't drink, but then like you're willing to. I guess you know because it's not. It's uh, for, to be corny about it. It's medicine. It's it. It's not fun, right? It's not. It's like literally going in for surgery. It's like gotcha. It is not fun. It's gotcha. not a party. Um, but have you uh, ever, have you ever drank or you just don't? Drink? A little bit. Yeah. But I drank like in high school and a little in college. Were you an early uh, bloomer as far as that goes? I guess with ten siblings. Uh, I did. I mean, I, yeah, I grew up in the eighties and nineties, so that's what this fucking that's that what was culture. Yeah, like that's what you did with the folks, or just like with like kids. Just got no, access. just like the kid, like the a kid knew cars a kid. and the, yeah, we'd all meet at the place and drink and cool yeah. man. Oh, it was the coolest. <laughs> oh, Adam, I fucking wish you'd been there. I got. I went to. I saw Guns and Roses and Metallica together. Ooh, dear so, diary. Yeah. Monster the Monsters of Rock tour. <laughs> I went and saw I think Bare Naked Ladies, Michelle Branch, Goo Goo Dolls, John Mayer. It was the ki- the Star 98.7 my freshman You're going to stay here so I can punch you in the face, right? <laughs> hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying the episode and it's cookie time. Attention all cookie lovers including me. Love cookies. Cookies are my weakness. I've said it before, and I'm saying it again right now. I know you crave the sweet taste of freshly baked cookies. Just saying that makes me foam at the mouth. Say it again with me. Freshly baked cookies dipped in milk or eaten by themselves. Well, look, my friends at Twin Life Baking Company have you covered in cookies (laughs) with cookies. You can cover yourself in cookies. It's your life. Made from the finest ingredients and baked to perfection. They've got flavors like Red Velvet Stuffed Nutella, Vanilla Cookie Monster, Rocky Road, S'more, Strawberry Short Stack, Birthday, Funfetti, Chocolate Bomb, Snickerdoodle, Pumpkin Snickerdoodle, Classic Chocolate Chip, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cowboy Cookie, Cookies and Cream, Lemon Delights, and guess what? My very own cookie. That's right. The Adam Ray Pop-Tart. Little bits of brown sugar pop tart on a cinnamon snicker. It's a chocolate. Ch- it's just trust me, all right. It's the greatest cookie I've ever had. I get emotional thinking about it. If you're listening to this, you're probably a person with great taste buds and you love great cookies and you want to celebrate two badass moms. So right now, go to twinlifebakingcompany.com and use promo code about last night to save 20% off your order. That's twinlifebakingcompany.com, promo code about last night to save 20% off your order. What time is it? Cookie time. Now let's get back to the episode. When's the last concert you've been to? Because you said you're kind of a, you know, you like to keep things chill, but like what'll get you out? Like, hey man, I got courtside seats to the Lakers. Hey man, I've got a box for Paul McCartney. Like, does it have to be that grand? Or can it be, hey, I've got Disney on ice? I, oh, I saw a woman, uh, I mean, again, I'm so fucking, uh, uh, a woman named Mary Lattimore who, uh, she's a harpist. Next question. No, she's a harpist. Uh, <laughs> she's a, like she. Okay, you know you're uh, my. I'm on YouTube Music. I listen to YouTube Music. Yeah, and uh, some shit will come in the algorithm. You're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So, woman comes on, named Mary Lattimore. It's like dreamy, weird. I was all into this kind of weird music, but before I got an ayahuasca, like guide it was like predated it yeah 
um, but now it's like perfect for ayahuasca. But ayahuasca. But um, so Mary Lattimore, I was dating a woman, and she's like, "Oh, she the woman I was dating was a musician." She's like, "Oh, my friend Mary's gonna come over and play harp for my birthday." And I was like, "Mary Lattimore." She was like, "Yeah, how do you know Mary Lattimore?" I'm like, "I don't know," but. Based on the name Mary Lattimore, I assume she died in 1860. So the fact that she's alive and like in her late 30s and lives in LA and harping and harping for fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> but she does. She was doing a residency in Silver Lake or something. So I went and I saw Bo Burnham there. So it's uh, cool. just like uh, it was. I don't know two weeks ago. And I'm tomorrow night. There's a woman who again I sound like a weird, either weird or a douchebag. Take your pick. Um, uh, take you depending on your threat level. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, depending on what you've thought of my other podcast appearances. Um, I saw a video of a woman who plays piano, and it's so fast you can't. It's like hummingbird. Wow, you can't. See your fingers. Chinese girl. Yeah. She, uh, not bring Chinese gal. It. Yeah. Uh, you know how they are. I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> And I like whatever rabbit hole, and then she's playing with the LA Philharmonic, like for four nights or something. Fuck out! So you're going? And I got tickets, and then fucking Dudamel is the conductor, and then yeah. he quit. So this is—I'm sure the tickets are double what they were worth. I already paid like three fifty for it, one ticket. I was like, should I? I was gonna get two, and I was like, it's just for me. <laughs> nah, I'm not throwing this away on on um, some girl i barely know yeah that's a big ticket also dudamel i when you said that <laughs> my brain went to <coughs> monkey box Jeez. my brain went to uh it, it, could be holy shit are you all right bare minimum monkey pox <laughs> <laughs> i hope it's monkey pox fuck dudamel i thought of uh gargamel who is that smurfs that's at neil brennan on instagram great that's where we are that's who you are that's who i am <laughs> I'm going to see Dudamel at the L.A. Phil with a Chinese broad whose fingers you can't see. You're still stuck on the Smurfs. Adam Ray, ladies and gentlemen. I see why Brad left the podcast. <laughs> oh, I get it. You're funny, man. Thanks, man. You're funny on and off stage. Thanks, Thanks man. We're going to close. <laughs> I mean it. We're, I'm going to close it out uh, with a 10-question uh, questionnaire. Great. Inside the actor's studio. I'm going to play James Lipton. R.I.P. You no doubt would have been on the show at some point. So we're going to close this out. Try to get to know Neil Brennan a little bit closer with 10 questions. Here we Great. go. I'm here with Neil Brennan. Neil, what is your favorite word? Oh, you're literally that? <laughs> oh, fuck. Adam. Brad, come on out. Brad, come on. Come on. Is he one of the cupboards? Come on. He's small. <laughs> Uh, he's in the mini fridge. Come on, the mini fridge. Come on, there's only a mini fridge. Here. Yeah, let the record show. <laughs> um, it, did it work better for the bit? <laughs> you damn right it did. But uh, my favorite word, I don't know. I now I just want to do other people's answers. Great. I'm not going to. Okay. And, and don't do this. Do give me ask me any anything but this. I don't want to do this. Okay, great. Meaning I don't want to do this because I don't. It's not original. Okay. But I You've asked me another question. I but I but he did it. I'm saying it's not to, original not to for you. you. But you're doing somebody else's segment. To close you might as well do show. like a top ten list. Oof, that was going to be right after this. This is where I'm saying be snobby like me. You're right. 
It is fun, though. I asked Matthew McConaughey, what, what's your favorite curse word? And went into a whole spinoff on the best You're way kidding. to say fuck you. Matthew McConaughey went on a whole thing? <laughs> was it weirdly appealing? In a, in it a, was charismatically did, did you adorable. Did get into a mercury? <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Jesus. The blowing your nose could, could be your new uh, take a sip after the uh, punchline. You know what I'm saying? It takes too long. Should I look? That's I'm not look. <laughs> Cut that out, please. Get, All right. Ask me something else. Great, great. No, no, no. I don't want to. Now I feel like I'm bumming you out. Not at all. Okay. This has been awesome. Thank you. We could have edited on the Smurf Slam, and um, which, by the way, not to be confused with SummerSlam, which is coming up. Oh, have you ever been to one of those wrestling events? I've never heard of wrestling. Great. Um, uh, how about I this? Had a, um, have I been to a wrestling event? No, I went to a bodybuilding competition one time. That was oh my god, why excellent? What? Because I'm walking past the Beacon Theater in New York, on Broadway, and it's like the something classic weigh in two thirty. I'm like, well, I know what I'm doing. Uh, or the qualifying round. There's a qualifying round in the afternoon. Stakes. If you can go. Absolutely one of the greatest events I've ever been to. So spontaneity resides in Neil Brown. Uh, oh, it did that day, Adam. It did that day. Adam. I think we found the closing of your Adam, I'll tell you what. <laughs> it did that day. Adam, I'll, and things were never the same. <laughs> this is Neil Brennan <laughs> signing out for about last night. Brad, <laughs> keep, keep the lights on, buddy. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.